day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. We're here for our song review series of 2019. This episode is all about Croatia. Yes, and we love Croatia. We visited Dubrovnik last year. It's a beautiful country. Go if you can. We are not being paid by the tourism board. <laughs> we wanted though. to clarify that. Oh, please. <laughs> if, they, if they're throwing some money, please throw it this way. Um, but anyway, let's look at the at Croatia, the country in Eurovision. Uh, they joined and made a debut in the contest in 1993. In the first nine years they were in the contest, they made the top ten six times. It's a great record back then. Ooh. They also had their two best um, places ever. They came fourth in that period of time. However, in recent years, it hasn't been as good as it was in the 90s for them. Um, since 2010, they've only qualified twice out of the seven times they've competed. Not a good track record. Um, however, two of them have come pretty recently. 2016, they qualified with Lighthouse, Nina. Um, she came 23rd. And the following year, Jacques Hudek qualified and came 13th with my friend. He was a good Jacques, wasn't he? I don't think he'll be the last time he gets a mention on this pod. Indeed. But then they non-qualified again last year. So they're kind of like in a little bit of a mini comeback. Ooh. What have they got for us this year? Well, this year we have Rocco and the Dream. To arise and say, I dream of have a little bit of a chat about Rocco. 19-year-old Rocco Blazevic is from Split in Croatia. Hmm. He started his musical career pretty early. In 2011, he came second <laughs> on Croatia's Got Talent. So How he would have been he? about 11. Oh my God. I know, one of those overachievers. <laughs> um, he also won a Serbian reality singing show, which I refuse to try and pronounce, <laughs> back in 2017. Jacques Udek was actually his mentor in that. And mm. in 2018, he placed second in the Croatian show Zvi Jezde, uh, which was... Uh, <laughs> Basically the voice. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was in the voice, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. Uh, he qualified for Eurovision by winning Dora this year, the Croatian national final, where he won the regional juries and the televote. Now, with this song itself, amongst the composers, once again, Jacques Udex. There he is. <laughs> right in there. Plus also Charlie Mason is a co-writer of this, so some real pop chops behind this. Charlie, of course, was involved with La Amore e Femina by Nina Zilli mm. back in 2012. Real fan favourite, that one. Not mine. <laughs> Plus he also had a hand in Rise Like a Phoenix. Of course. Yeah, yeah that's a better one. Yeah. And the two 2015 songs... Here For You by Mariah. Oh, yes. I know you love that one. I love that one. And also Beauty Never Lies by Boyana. Oh, even better. So this guy's got yeah. quite a CV. He's got a hand in this song. Who's, let's see if it gets anywhere close to where those songs got to. Yeah, and look, you, let's have a look at the positives of this song. And you've got to put say straight away the team behind it is a positive. Charlie Mason and Jacques, they know what Eurovision is about. Charlie Mason's had some amazing songs here. So you've got to have a positive with that team. The voice of Rocco is is good when it's good. It definitely is. Like, he definitely has a set of lungs on him. There is no doubt that he has a set of lungs, that's for sure. Um, there's also a positive of this being an old-school kind of cheesy song. Like, people do hark back to that, and they do like that at times. And again... 
I will put a little bit of a reference there to my friend. A lot of people were panning that song going into it, but they hammed it up well, they delivered the cheese well, and they qualified. And this, to me, is in a similar vein as that. Maybe not quite as good, but you're still talking the same era, so some people are going to really like this, potentially. Um, I also think the song... It lends itself to some good staging here, if they can get it right. They can't just go out with a couple of wings like they did in the national finals. But at the same time, this is a big, bold song that goes places. And if you want to do well with cheese, you need to ham it up and do some crazy staging to go with it. Mm. And the final point I'd say is language. I think this song sounds so much better when it's done in Serb Croat rather than in English. So... Those parts work really well. Yeah, well, you've stolen all my talking points. Well done there, Dale. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm going to concur. What a powerful voice this guy has got. I mean, he can really project that voice. He can bring the house down, yeah. literally. Like, it is that strong. Um, and that gives him plenty of moments in this song to capture people's attention. And this song allows it to as well. Really does bring that voice out. I'm going to also agree. It's a dramatic composition. Mm. And it's very traditional You. That's going to appeal to some people. It is. That's what they want to see when they tune mm. in. They don't want to hear newfangled, you know, like <laughs> newfangled. Ele- electro music. That's yeah. not what they're there for. They want to hear this sort of stuff. So there's going to be a proportion of viewers that really, really dig this. There is, agreed, some excellent staging opportunities here. Mm. They were fairly stripped back in their national final. As we know, national finals are just there to get the ticket. But I can imagine that being elevated very, very well. We saw what Jacques did with his staging. They threw everything at it Mm -hmm. and got the result. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see something, I wouldn't say as colourful and as, uh, as Jacques' performance, but it'll be, I think, fairly classy and pretty expensive, I'd imagine. They should have some sort of budget here. Well, they didn't spend anything on Franca last year, so they should have a (laughs) bit of money left over. And one thing I'm going to agree with, definitely, the Croatian lyrics in this. The second half of the song, for me, really elevates. Maybe it just stops becoming so cheesy because I don't understand what he's saying. Yeah, but that works. (laughs) But to my ear, that portion of the song really, really does elevate the song. And the last thing I'm going to say is he's really quite photogenic, and there's going to be a certain Mm. amount of people Mm. that he does pop through that screen. He does. He's got that reality TV experience. Experience. So when he knows it's his time to hit it, he can hit it and he knows it because you're on air, you're live, you have no room for error and he's well experienced in that. Wow, okay, we've got quite a lot of positive <laughs> Wait till we bag the hell out of it in a moment. Well, okay, <laughs> let's look at some of the pitfalls. Um, I, this song is in this line of is it trying to take itself seriously or is it going to be a bit tongue-in-cheek? Not tongue-in-cheek, but also ham it up, as I was talking about before. Mm. Um, if you take yourself so seriously in what is obviously a dated, cheesy song, um, and I think they are taking themselves seriously. I think they're very serious about yeah, this stuff. Yeah, but the problem is they don't realise this is not a serious <laughs> song. Ooh, um, that's harsh. Oh, but it's not, though. Come on, it's dated. It's old school. So you can go and deliver it really well. And I don't mean novelty as in like dressing up like an idiot. Saying that, they, they wore wings to their national finals. They I mean, caught people's attention though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying that that's not taking it like I'm a serious artist. At the same time, which is fine. Nice of But me. they need to get that line right. It's a hard one to do. Like I've got a serious set of lungs. I'm singing a day to cheesy song. Do I go for the big vocal or do I try and ham it up a little bit? I, I just don't know where they're going to fall on that one. And I think that is a negative because I don't quite know it knows what it is. Fair enough. 
That's what I'm saying. <laughs> on, on top of that, the lyrics themselves are really simple in English, and they're going to get punished really hard by the jury. On top of that, yes, he's got a powerful vocal, but wow, it can just come across like a tsunami of just uh, this vocal that's almost too much to take in. It can be quite piercing and uh, quite annoying at times. Even though you know it's good, I'm just like, turn down the volume. Just a little bit. And I think that's going to be a bit of a negative because if you can't get your positive right, which is his voice, then you've got a problem. Yes, I will totally agree with that last point. That vocal becomes overpowering. It's this wall of noise during the chorus. And I kind of want to be like, stop shouting at me. Stop shouting at me. So mm. I, as much as they've got this wonderful tool, which is his voice, I'm not entirely sure this song is the one to really bring out the best in it. I mean, it shows a wonderful ability to project that voice and hit those notes, mm. but unfortunately, it's probably not well used. You're right. This is overdramatic cheese. Like, <laughs> it is. It's very overwrought and overdramatic. It, there is a dated element to this, and I know it can be a, a, almost a swear word at Eurovision sometimes. It, there's a musical theatre element to kind of this as well there is yeah, um, yeah so is. and you're probably putting on those delightful wings which i thought they were very nice <laughs> i like um, them probably added to it apparently some designer made them they're like quite high quality really yeah they look a bit crafty to me <laughs> um, i'm also gonna say here you're right i don't know if this is a jury song it will the vocal itself will get some attention because you just can't ignore it he's yelling at you for three minutes but Will the song itself get the jury love in order to get it over the line type of thing? I'm not really sure it will. That's that's it. And I looked at um, Jacques' um, result because I felt we're kind of saying some of the same points we said about my friend back in 2017. Um, in the semi-final, Jacques got 13th with the jury and 5th with the televote. He came like 22nd with the jury in the final and 9th with the oh, televote. See, I'm really surprised. I thought the technicality of using both his voices would have really appealed to the jury. This isn't as technically hard. No, and I think it's actually cheesier yeah, oh or about gosh. the same level as cheese. Wow. <laughs> so no, but that's going to say you're going to get actually less. You're going to get about the same jury score. Does this have the same televote appeal as that song? I don't think it does, and I think that's, that is a big negative. Anyway. All right. Let's have a talk about our juries, our Australian yes. and our European juries. What did they think of Rocco's efforts? Okay, well, let's start with Australia. Um, any thoughts about where Australia might put this? Oh, look, first thing I think is probably not much of an Aussie kind of song, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Well, this song, out of the 41, came in 41st. What? Yes! They have ranked this the worst song in the competition. They have ranked this the worst song in the competition. Wow, I'm really shocked. I really am. So the rankings were 27th best to 41st was the worst. Four of the 12 put it either 40th or 41st. Jeez, that's a third of the jury. They yep. weren't impressed. Third of the jury was uh, last or second last. The dreams turned into a nightmare as far as that jury. I know. Going. Absolutely oh. hated by the Australians. Okay, what about our Europeans? Did they throw them a bone? Um, barely. <laughs> better. 40th place. Oh. Wow. Is this just an anomaly of like, uh, he just ranked consistently low, so therefore he got last and second last? Or... You know, like, well, that's what happens if you rank consistently low, Mark. When yeah, you come last. I believe that's the way mathematics <laughs> works. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Um, also, 15th, a little bit better than the 27th, up to 41st, or down to 41st. Uh, nine of the 12 of the Europeans put it in their 30s. Okay. 
So uh, I, I, that probably the point you're making there is be like, oh, if you're all in the 30s, you might come last. Yeah. And I think that's kind of happened with Europe a bit, where not many people, I don't think anyone, I know one person put it in the 40s, but he came second last. But no one is putting this high. 15th at best, 27th at best for the Australians. It's pretty low. Yeah, I think that's pretty harsh. And you can kind of understand why. Yeah, I could. I could. I guess we should wrap and rank, Dale. Yes, we should. You can we end up giving it 40th or 41st. <laughs> no, here we go. Wrap and rank. I've got here, unfortunately, this is another entry for me where the artist outweighs the song, unfortunately. Look, having said that, I don't think it's a complete disaster, and I think with the right kind of staging, this could be quite compelling. I've actually rated it 32nd out of 41. Mm-hmm. Not particularly high. Yeah, but I wouldn't say that I absolutely hate it. No, not at all. Yeah, look, I, I tend to agree with you. Um, I think there is something in this song, and uh, it is going to all come down to the staging, and I think when I ranked this, I ranked this very much on that national final where there was that wall of noise, as you say, and I think wall of noise is the best way to describe it. If I listen to the studio, though, I feel a lot better about it. So anyway, I ranked this 37th out of the 41, oh. but you know what? It's higher than this. Oh, you think it's going up? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I, I do like it, and I do think there is something there in the song. It could be a disaster, or it could be weirdly quite good. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I ranked it 37. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is this going to get through to the final? We'll be seeing him on Saturday night. Well, I put this down as a non-qualifier, but not without a hope. And the one reason I want to add that in there is this is a semi-final of No Crazy. Semi-final one is full of crazy in a good way. Um, what have you got in semi-final two? Maybe Norway for the bit of their kits factor? Even Denmark to a point? This could, if they get it right, grab that little bit of the telly vote and run with it. So, I'm going to say non-qualifier, but not without a hope. Don't write this song off. Look, I'm going to concur... It is a no from me, but I've got here, but not far off. Mm. I really think this is going to end up in that maybe could be ninth to 13th kind of position. It does depend on how they present it and how much maybe the juries buy into it. Killer as well. But I certainly think it's not without a shout, that's for sure. I think we'd be fools to ignore this going through. Yeah, there's been quite a few songs that have been low ranked that we've gone, yeah, definitely not a chance. There haven't been many lower ranked than this by the jury. Yeah, no, but true. But I think this has got one of the better chances of those kind of 30th to 41st because there is something about it. There definitely is. And he's a very talented young man. You can see it. Mm, All right. Well, do you think it has a chance of qualifying or do you agree with our juries that it is pretty much one of the worst songs in the competition? Let us know on our socials, Aussie Vision Net. You're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Oh,